Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. I didn't know Joe Piscopo was in the house. Uh, John well, that's Joe's favorite song. It's one of my favorite songs. Oh, yeah, that's a, a fixture every Sunday from 6 to 8 on the two-hour Frank Sinatra extravaganza hosted by Ramsey Mazda. But now we have a guest who's right out of central casting, you know, Donald Trump. If, if, he, walked, if he walked down the street, across the street, I would say 90%, 95% of the Guys. people would recognize him. Yeah, and he's, uh, I mean, we had, last week you had Mike Pence in. Well, remember, the reason Trump chose him for vice president, he said, oh, he's right out of central casting. Side by side, Ernie Anastas, he's right out of central casting. <laughs> oh he's everything God. you want a news anchor to be and look like, right? <laughs> Name recognition, you guys are too he looks much. great. I mean, he still looks 39 years old. Yeah. You got to share your secrets. Uh, oh, my goodness. I, I fly Olive me oil. to the moon. I, I love sing. that song. I love you guys. You could sing, too. My God. It's, it's that Mediterranean diet. It is. A lot of olive oil. I thought maybe oh, it was. You know what? Speaking of that, I mean, you know, John and I have Greek heritage, of course. Curtis, you know that. And I've known John over 40 years in New York. Came to the city in 1978. And, you know, by the way, before I forget, WABC are my favorite call letters because my first station was WABC Eyewitness News Channel 7. And to this day, people will see me on the street and say, Ernie, Eyewitness News, WABC. Yeah. So it's amazing to be back with you guys on these terrific call letters. And, John, you've done an amazing job with this radio station. Amazing. And, Curtis, uh, the stories that you're sharing this morning are classic. Well, can I, mean, I uh, can I it. offer you up just to show you the youthful vigor that Ernie Anastas has, John? You could you could segue into this. On January sixth, they used to ring together all the Greek Orthodox uh, men. They would throw mm -hmm. the gold cross into the Hudson River, right yes. where the new church has been built to replace the old church that was destroyed uh, in the attack of nine eleven. You right. think you're up for it, Ernie, putting those skivvies on and then diving into the Hudson River to, re, to, to, to return that gold yeah. cross? If, if you two will join me, how's that? Okay, <laughs> we'll do it together as a threesome, the Holy Trinity. <laughs> Let's go out there. As and do long it. as we, have a, we, we sing a song at the end. Yeah. Okay, you want to pick the song? Is it Fly Me to the Fly Moon? Fly Me to the Moon. Why not? <laughs> How about. You know, this, is, when, when, this is. When I was. When we were in Havana. Uh, yep. With Bill Fugazi and, and Charlie Rangel and David sure. Dinkins, and and um, he's, we were in which uh, saloon? We were in the Hemingway Hotel in the Hemingway yeah. Bar. And John, I was there with you. You're right. I was in Havana, we're, Cuba, with you that yes, time. Yes, you're I was right. There. My God, were yeah, you there I when that. when and we decided to sing? Uh, uh, they wanted to sing "God Bless America." I said, "Guys, yeah. we're in Havana." How about just New York, New York? Mm -hmm. And we we took the, we we sang New York, New York at the Hemingway Bar uh, yep. in the middle of Havana, I and it. and five hundred Cubans surrounded the bar. They loved it. Yeah, it, it was a moment. It really was, and that was a terrific trip. Uh, they, they were they were really celebrating the, the new church, the new Greek Orthodox Church, the first one uh, in Havana, Cuba, and that was a terrific. And Curtis was there. Yeah, I was there. there. Yeah, yeah I, I, we I was, were all having a great time. I was there ad advocating death to Fidel Castro. People were saying, loco americano, loco mm. americano. 
Yeah, that was amazing. And I went back and did a five-part series on television about that. But do you guys realize how many stories we could swap right now? I mean, since 1978, I mean, John, the history that you have, all the different projects you've been involved with. Curtis, I mean, I remember, you know, 1979, that you renamed the Guardian Angels. Yeah. Originally, it was the Magnificent 13. And the stories that you did, the stories that I've covered, my God, there's a list of things that we could talk about. Well, and that's well, let what me, makes let, New let me York mention. Uh, when we were both at the uh, auction, the annual auction, Doodles for yeah. Hunger, for St. Francis, as Joe Sano, Father Francis, uh, I would get up, John, and I would offer, you know, lunch with Curtis. I'll tell you these stories. And then Ernie would get up and say, I got you better, Curtis. I got these stories to tell you. We were up there for about a half hour swapping stories, and the bids just kept going up and up and up for a great charity. Uh, the oh, St. Francis uh, Food uh, Pantry there that's run by Father Francis and Joe Sano. Great organization, and John has done so much work. Uh, so much well, we projects. are. We are. Turkeys, giving turkeys away during Thanksgiving to thousands and thousands of people in New York. You know, that's the great thing about being part of this great city. I've always said New York is the whole world in one city. It's all here, and the people are what make this city great. And you know what the people represent? Stories, guys. Story. There's a story everywhere. They used to have a TV show, remember? Eight million people, eight million stories. That's what New York is about. We but, love it. But now, uh, Ernie, you broke ranks with your uh, fraternity and sorority of newscasters. You know, the concept was if it uh, bleeds, it leads. And you did a solid hour of positive news, which was unheard of. Yeah. Where did the well, idea come from and how was it embraced? Well, I think I think it goes back, and, and John will, will recognize that it goes back to our, our family. I was always brought up in an environment of positivity. My grandfather, uh, Reverend Anastasios, was one of the first 100 ordained Greek Orthodox priests in America. He was a pioneer. And, and he left me with a lot of good feelings, and my parents as well. So I always had this attitude of look for the positive side. Yes, there are negative things happening in life. Of course, we have serious issues. But at the same time, look for the solution. So I always got involved in that, finding a problem and then saying, how can we make it better? How can we make it better? So I got involved in, in creating that. And, you know, when you think about certain defining moments in life that have the power to shift our core sense of being, and the pandemic has been one of them. Uh, people found themselves, you know, thinking about the deepest questions in life. What is the meaning of life? Where do I go? What do I do? And I think as a result of that, in, in fact, it's reinforced my feelings for positive news. And I'm not talking about, you know, uh, good stories like, you know, finding the cat in the tree, which is fine. But I'm talking about dealing with a serious problem. How about misinformation? What's the problem with misinformation? How can we solve it? What can we do to, to find the truth in, in content? Other questions, whether it's aging or whether it's technology. Is technology affecting your life? Is it controlling you? How do you take charge? I look for the story that says, here's the problem, but here's the solution. And you know what, guys? People respond to that because they're looking for it. We have to have the news of the day. My God, I, I would defend that to the end. The news of the day is important. But there's another piece to that and saying, okay, if there is a problem, tell me how we can make it better. And that's my job. That's my mission in life, and I'm enjoying it. I'm really having a great time. We've got it. a problem for you to solve. Go ahead. Me and Curtis were talking about ASPCA. and uh, Yes. You know, they did a lot of great work for the years. But I don't believe in euthanizing the dogs and cats. I feel right. I feel bad. I said we sure. have to come up with a new ASPCA and come up with Plan B. What do we do? 
Mm. Uh, you know what? I, I have an answer for you. Someone who can really help us. Her name is Kathy Kangas, K-A-N-G-A-S, lives in Connecticut. She is renowned. She's on the board of the ASPCA. She is tremendous, and she does so much. She takes on uh, the, the charge of um, uh, taking on the fees for adoption for animals all over the world, not just the United States. She's an amazing person. We should get a hold of Kathy. You would love her. She's well, an amazing person. Well, let's get person. a hold of her. Let's put her on the radio. and. Yeah. Uh, uh, me and Curtis are here tomorrow, uh, tomorrow, uh, today, uh, tomorrow too. Yes. So if she wants to come on, she's welcome to come on. I'm going to give her a call. I, I think you're doing a great thing because everybody's concerned about animals. I, I love pets as well. You guys are doing great this morning. I'm so happy to be part of your program, and I've been listening, you know, on the app. You, so this is the best part. You can listen to radio anywhere you are, anywhere in the world. In the whole world. And I think it's terrific. The whole world. Uh, at one point, uh, my maid who retired went back to the Philippines. She says, we're not getting it in the Philippines. Well, I made it happen. It's, it's available in the Philippines, Brazil, Yay. all over the place. Oh, my God. Well, listen, I, I can stay here for as long as you like because I have stories to share, but I know you've well, got a program. Well, give us one more story. You tell me. Give us one more story. Well, you know, there are so many stories. I mean, when you talk about covering the news, I remember 1979, uh, New York was shocked by the sudden death of former New York governor and presidential candidate uh, Nelson Rockefeller. I was the only reporter present that night. I, I got off the 11 o'clock news, and the desk said, hey, Something's happened to Nelson Rockefeller. We need a reporter. I said, I'll go. So I went right over there to um, Lenox Hill Hospital, and he had had a heart attack. And we didn't know that at the time. But I saw him coming through on a stretcher. And I said, my goodness, this is, this is Nelson Rockefeller. I had my microphone, went on the air, and I was the first one to have that story. I mean, it was a shock to see it. But, I mean, that was one of the classics. Can I, can I go back to the 80s? You mentioned Cousin Brucie. Uh, it, when John Lennon was shot, uh, I was there at the apartment that night uh, just before I went on the air. Then I went on the air like an hour later reporting his death. And when we had the vigil in Central Park, which was amazing, Cousin Brucie and I, I invited and him with me. And you, he and I did the, the, the narration of that whole vigil uh, in 1980. In you Central were in Park. my home uh, when we had Yoko Ono there. Yes. Uh, for the celebration of uh, 50 years celebration of Hiroshima. Mm. And uh, you were there with Michael Douglas. Yes, I remember that. That's a good story, Johnny. <laughs> you going to tell it? <laughs> yeah, ho hopefully you didn't have Yoko Ono sing at that He got event. into a little argument with Michael Douglas in the elevator. Oh, you did? Well, you know what it was? It really wasn't an argument. What happened was that Michael Douglas was going up to John's party, and I was going up as well. And I had my microphone with me, and I was just going to ask him a positive question, believe it or not, about good news. And he thought I was going to ask him a question about his son, who unfortunately was having some difficulty at the time. And so he saw the, the, the Fox label on my microphone, and he looked at me and he said, this is not the time and place to do this. And he went up on the elevator. So it was a misunderstanding. He didn't realize I was going to ask him something uh, good. Uh, that, uh, that, that's the, the, your spin. My spin is he looked at you, Ernie, and he said, this guy is better looking than me, man. I'm the movie star. How the hell Curtis. could this guy be better looking than me? Which you is true. You are too much. You yep. are too yep. much. You are too much. <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, this is great stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying it so much. You're bringing back a lot of good memories, too. Remember my, my days with Bill Butel and Roger Grinsby and all those guys and Roseanne Scamadella, Roseanne, oh, yeah. Rosanna Dana at, at Channel 7. We had some great time. I stay in touch with Rosanna. She's a wonderful person. And I remember going to church when they, they, in Havana. Yes. And Mar Margo, 
it was going to be a four-hour ceremony. Uh, Margo right. refused to go. Mm-hmm. I said, Curtis, come with me. And me and Curtis went to the uh, the, the consecration of the church. Is that right, what right. It? The christening of the church. Right? Yeah. Yes. yes. And, and after two hours, I said to Curtis, I think we've had enough. We're out of here. I mean, they had every uh, – the Russian Orthodox were trying to recruit me. You had Romanian Orthodox, Serbian Orthodox, naturally Greek Orthodox, and they all had sure. to scrub the altar down and say prayers in their language. And John and I decided, we're out of here. We're out of here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the end of it. But it was it a was beautiful speaking. ceremony. Oh, it was. And, you know, speaking of that, you're, you're, you're jarring my memory. Uh, in, in 82, 1982, I traveled to Central America with then New York Archbishop John Cardinal O'Connor. What a wonderful wow. guy he was. Yeah. We went to Nicaragua. We went to El Salvador. Uh, Al, he brought, you know, love to his church and to the people of that war-torn part of the world. And it was wonderful. We visited orphanages, churches. Uh, it was a terrific trip. And I'll never remember the Cardinal. He was just such a, you know, he was a, a Navy guy. And, you know, he had, he had a certain side to him that was really interesting. He had a take-charge kind of guy, but he was interested in the people. He always cared about the men that had, you know, some, uh, some influence over, over what was going on. And I remember him distinctly. And I think you guys remember the Cardinal as well. Uh, he looked at me and he said, Ernie, you have a responsibility, and make sure you live up to it. It's honorable. Tell the truth. Have the integrity of what you do in your profession. He said, that is the biggest challenge that you have, but it's also the greatest gift. And I'll never forget that. That was a special note that I remember on a plane flying to El Salvador with the Cardinal O'Connor at the time. Nice story. And I was working at that same time. You talk about El Salvador. I was working with the... Uh, with Capital Airlines, uh, I own the Capital Airlines, mm-hmm. and we were flying to Tegucigalpa, <laughs> San Pedro Sulu, and El, El Salvador. But I can't tell you what I was doing. Come on, we, tell we us doing. what your payload I can't, was. <laughs> I can't tell you what I was doing. But Ernie Anastas, thank you for calling in. Thank you thank so you, much. And, and, and let's try to save some cats and save some dogs. Yes, yes. I'll get a hold of Kathy Kangas right now. Look forward. Thanks, guys. Let's take a break, and we'll be back. I've been hearing a lot about Lang Insurance. They sell luxury home insurance to high net worth individuals in all 50 states. Call Kevin Lang at Lang Insurance. Call 866-964-4434. He's an expert in reviewing your current coverage to save money, leaving you with your current insurance company or moving you to a less expensive one. Clients rave about his skills. You call, they quote, you save. That's 866-964-4434 or just visit langins.com. 